Yeah, eating right there. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh goodness, I'm stuck with both of you. I guess it is fair. Two versus one. That is how the day is going today, isn't it? Indeed. Uh-huh. <laughs> you okay? Something's tickling my nose. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. That like that's a, me with a feather. Kind of like you had a brain spasm there or something. Well, uh, uh, well, I mean, never mind. I'll leave that one alone because that one's way too easy. <laughs> oh, never mind. Or it's like a like like you're in a an RPG or something, and you you're running, and you hit the wall, you bounce back, you hit it again. What? That was your little your little. So when I'm like falling asleep, like currently, that might happen this week. You know? Oh no, wait, you have Battle of the Bands this week, don't you? This Friday. Oh yeah. Okay. I do. Well, we'll miss you. We'll miss your little barbarian. You'll see. I'll be drinking whiskey at the tavern. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that is the story. That whenever you're not there, you're drinking whiskey at the tavern. So I think that'll cost you gold. No, <laughs> might make your combat go down too. Nah, dude. Can't go down any worse. No, actually, this is pretty good. But regardless of the fact, welcome back to another week of uh, use your words. Yeah. Hello. Aaron over here to my left looks like he's about to fall asleep into a catatonic state. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so am I, sir. So am I. It's okay. Welcome up. Wake welcome up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> and then to my right, of course, Mr. Josh Brewer, who's getting used to actual good headphones. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Mine work just fine for this. I forgot. I know. I know. But the ones you have are couple slips up and then we're also testing and this is just a test internal test only uh streaming a whole episode of youtube live so we'll see how that goes and how that performs and judge from there then uh, uh, and then if it works r- well this week well next week we'll have a tripod longer cable and then everyone can see everyone's face live you uh, <laughs> aaron you can see yourself that, live uh, how much longer is it going to take Josh to get ready for that? Because now he's going to be also seen his physical state. You know, so I, he's got to prep up for that. Uh, how how much longer is this prep going to take you, Josh? <laughs> he doesn't like me right now. <laughs> We're on a team, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm not helping you out at all. <laughs> you're, you're, Josh, Josh's beauty expenses just went up by triple for the month. <laughs> We're sorry, Enforcer. That means you can't get engaged for at least another oh, year. Wow. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> he's going to spend all that ring money on his hair products. <laughs> Why doesn't he just and take beard hers? Products. Uh, beard products. What beard products? Uh, you got to have a beard first to have beard product usage. I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It takes time. Time. Time takes two. 
Well, I'm taking you know what? There's multiple things that take time as well. And the following uh, thing also takes a little bit of time. So let's get right to it. Aaron, one of these days I want you to do a more metal version of it since you're metal-y. Dude. (laughs) Uh, Last night at that graduation thing, when we were going from bar to bar. um, (laughs) Can you, you, like, specify that a little bit? No, just go on. They they had music playing. Yeah. And one of the fr- one of our friends in the group started screaming to the song um, "Party in the USA" by Miley Cyrus. Interesting. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was beautiful. Okay, it was better than the original. Well, let's see if you can do a beautiful rendition of that then in the future. <laughs> a practice. Okay, but Maybe. until then, your word this week. Oh, it's from Britain, so it's English. Okay, so we're not talking about a crazy foreign language here. <laughs> it's monarchid, if I'm saying it right. Here, I'll play it. Monorchid. Oh, monorchid. Sorry. Monorchid. 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 Is it one orchid flower? That's your, that's your definition? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> a monorchid <laughs> is a person or animal. Oh, nope. Having only one testicle. Oh, well, there was right on the one part. <laughs> well, yeah, mono. Ma, yeah, okay, because I was thinking orchid. Monokid. Mon- Dude, that's rough. Well, I mean, unless they made money from the one testicle. Uh, I mean, I've thought about it before. $38,000. I've thought about it before. <laughs> <laughs> Take them both. Shoot, I don't need them. Well, what if you ever want to have kids? Uh, nope. <laughs> then but, you find out you got. Not that I know of, at least. Yeah. Uh, and then you find out you got like 16... Kids spread all across the United States. (laughs) Kids with my DNA. Oh, boy. Sorry. And then you get arrested for rape. What? Well, because the person who buys yours rapes someone. I have no no testes. I didn't give that to them. What if you you only sell one? I'm selling them both. (laughs) Go big or go home. Anyways. That turned into a weird conversation real quick. <laughs> welcome to the life of Aaron. No, welcome to my life as well. Uh, having that fun stuff. Today is a more um, interesting conversation because it's going to be two versus one in a way. And it's artificially two versus one. Now, let me put it that way. Uh, the topic at hand is, and this was Mr. Josh Brewer's suggestion for topic, should... S- the government controls social media to stop the spread of fake news. Fake news. Uh, so that that was it. Uh, what it came up, and I was like, you know what? All three of us are probably going to be kind of in the same boat, except for Josh, who goes, eh, I can go either way on this one. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to force myself to learn the opposite of what I believe. So I'm going to argue for the government censoring, you know, not censoring, but uh, controlling. The media, the regulating, regulating. Thank you. Fake news. Regulating social media to stop fake news. And you two are on the opposite side. So I have to say why it shouldn't be allowed. Why the government should not be regulating social media. You and Josh are on the same team for once in your life. You and Josh are on the same team. We can do this. All the power to you, Josh. <laughs> Part of the fun for me for me is watching the men in the same team as they try to beat each other. I, which will oh, be entertaining. Gosh, I ain't beating nobody here. 
Well, I mean, like you, you, uh, Josh saying something, then you go, no, Josh, you idiot. <laughs> you, you fool. Yeah. You do not represent me in this conversation. Nope. I don't believe anything that Josh Brewer says. So in this episode, with that being said, Josh, <laughs> kick it off, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you start the floor here. Yeah. This is your topic, man. <laughs> I'm letting, so here, here's how I envision this going a little bit. Okay. You and Aaron. Uh-oh. I say something, you counteract with it with four uh, really well-stacked facts. I say something else, and you stack that with six very well-coordinated uh, well, okay, okay. facts. So, so here, you- here, here's how I see this working. You make your argument. Uh-huh. You, you, you can make a point. You can make a couple points, however you want to do this. And then Aaron supports you or adds whatever his sense are. You know, you guys come to that little conclusion, and then I'll respond. And I will try not to interrupt you. While you're making your point. And they're not facts. It's just opinions. And if you have facts to back it up. You don't have any facts. Yeah, he's, he does. Nada. He does. Nine. So I'm, trying, I, I'm, I'm just not sure how I want to put the facts in. Well, start with your first point and let's go. Oh, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to go first. No, I don't. I'll be searching the web trying to find a counteract. Something to counteract it with. Um. So since you're on the side of not regulating, and I can't speak on your side at all. No, you can. You can speak on my stuff. You can say you can use whatever arguments but I you need, want. I need to be defending, uh, in a sense, um, uh, yeah, but the First can, Amendment in this. Well, you, point. You're, you're defending that government should not regulate social media. All right, at all. You ready? So in essence, Wake yeah, up. you are regu- You are defending First Amendment in a way, but. This is where you have a lot of lateral freedom. This is why I'm letting you go first, so that way you can choose stuff. This will be fun. I think I think the biggest thing for me is um, when it comes to the government controlling it, the government always wants control, okay? No government is going to say, yeah, we're okay not having control. They want control. It's more money, less issues. Um, things can be smoother, quoting, smoother. Um, and the issue is the accountability aspect. I mean, the accountability aspect is difficult on both sides because we live in a world where there's too many dishonest people. But in my opinion, the government would be more of a danger to civilian life if they had complete control. Now, there are, there are, there are regulations already on, um, on the news, press, um, media. There are regulations which the government has put in place. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... Big thing is ha- is them having complete control because we've seen throughout history, and one of the biggest ones is Nazi Germany. Joseph okay. Goebbels, mm-hmm. he was the minister of propaganda for Nazi Germany, and I'm trying to remember exactly how they worded this, but the planes, in a sense, did the fighting, and the the radio at the time, which was the biggest thing, is what kept the war going because. In their sense, they were able to orchestrate it to the point where they were able to close out news outlets from outside um, and being able to just kind of put Germany in this little bubble and to really spread Nazism, make it look at something big and grand, um, being able to persuade the populace that this is the way, this is the right way to do things. And when you're able to block out um, the little voices that are really speaking truth, 
it's it just it tips the balance completely opposite of the direction. And what was it? I was talking to you about this before. Uh, you said it's wag, wag, wag the, the dog, wag the dog. I remember watching it in high school. And if you guys don't know what it's about, it's president has a scandal that's going on, and uh, it's like the secretary of state. Uh, is with the director, and what they do is they orchestrate, and only them and the president really know about this, and they orchestrate this fake war that is going on outside of the country to try to distract the populace from this scandal that the president was involved in. And they were actually convincing a public that we were engaging in a war over um, overseas, and they were using pictures from other wars, and they were, they were just kind of, you know, brainwashing and blinding the public to the truth just to distract them from something. Um, and that's just kind of like a little, little snippet. And does, does the government probably do that today? I wouldn't be surprised, but if they have complete control, imagine what they can do with an entire country. If they can uh, completely block it to where we have no access to anybody outside, for example, like what North Korea did for several years for a long time, actually, where they limited um, pretty much everything censored. Now, granted, they are a communist country, um, but just that that mindset of the government having complete control and not having the accountability set in place is what really, I think, is more of a danger than anything. And I remember watching a this is this is my snippet. Uh, I watched the whole thing on Netflix of Turn Washington Spies. And in the last episode, the actor George Washington says this is in regard to the liberty of the press. We are agreed. We shall need vigorous voices to have prod and check, least our young country straight on the same road as the one we just defeated. So just it's to me, it's not really interesting. OK, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't want to I'm not interrupting you to, to, to distract. I'm actually going to just add a little bit more to this wag the dog go, thing. Um, go for it, it. It's to benefit you. Yes. OK. Um, so the wag the dog, the movie, you're right about what it was. Um What's funny is it was to cover up a sex scandal. Um, well, what's funny, it was released one month before the Lewinsky scandal came out. And then after the Lewinsky scandal came out, there was a subsequent bombing of the Al-Shifa pharmaceutical factory in Sudan <laughs> by the Clinton administration. <laughs> okay. And then, and, and actually back then it caused the media to compare the movie to real life. Huh. Okay. And then it happened. So that was in August. And then in December, when the administration was facing their um, Clinton impeachment or Lewinsky scandal, there was a bombing in Iraq just that happened like days before the impeachment stuff came out. <laughs> so I, I, I thought that was interesting. I wanted to bring that up since you brought Wag the Dog and that adds to your wag the dog stuff. So okay. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. Um, but interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's, uh, I'll save it for later. Aaron, what do you want to? Tune great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. You're next. Uh, first up on the list. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't even think about we've, we, we've, I mean, it's just in general. We've seen the government try to exploit anything it can get its hands on. And the biggest one right now is technology. Yeah. Um. And anything that comes out, the government obviously wants to have first hands on it uh, to be able to use it to their advantage. And like I was saying, unfortunately, we're in a world where it's we have dishonest people and people who are are in for their own, you know, 
selfish deeds. So again, that's where I'm just like, you have this fake news. Is it really fake news? That's the other thing. Is it corporate? Um, is it uh, biased corporations trying to swing uh, the media to uh, one side of political agenda to another? Maybe. But I would rather have that than have a government be able to control everything that comes on my screen. If it's tablet, TV, phone, uh, what's in the newspaper. Um, and I understand that the main concept is social media because everything else is kind of regulated except for social media right yeah. now. But if they get social media, what stops them from getting more? Who can draw that line to tell a government what they can and cannot have? And that's where the, f- the First Amendment comes in, and it's going to slowly get trampled over. I know that. I know the First Amendment's going to slowly get trampled over. It's going to continue to get twisted, and we eventually won't have it. I know you're, I know you're locked and loaded, Paul. <laughs> I, I was writing down your main points here, so that way I could um, start war- war- working on some of these here. Oh. So, I need you. (laughs) So, this is a question for both of you. Okay. And this comes back to the whole regulation of social media to fight fake news thing. How does social media make its money? You want to to answer that or you want me to answer it? How do you think it makes its money? Social media makes its money. Okay. Based on the amount of viewers that it can get. And it uses, no? Ads. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is based on how many people can say this is how many people are watching this channel at this time, we're going to sell this ad spot for this much. Well, that's traditional media. Yeah. This isn't social media. Social media is all ad-based revenue. So when we do an ad sprint for this podcast, Mm -hmm. it's we say this is our daily budget. These are who you should target. And then it says, okay, based on this information, we'll show it. And you're charged per time the ad is shown. Okay. Okay. And and when they build their ad campaign, they're like, oh, you know, spend, you know, five more dollars here and you'll get these many more people. Spend $20 here and, you know, you get this, you know, the, mm. they have ways to upsell it. So the number one way that social media companies make revenue is ad money. Okay. Now, what happens when you have, whether it be legitimate illegitimate websites Mm -hmm. that they want to draw attention to themselves. They want to draw traffic. They're going to blast out ads. Well, what's, what are people drawn to? They're drawn to the things that, you know, catch their eyes. What catches your eye? Stuff that is, uh, you know, big letters, but stuff that makes tremendous claims, you know, the government doesn't want you to see this. Click here for the solution, you know, um, mm-hmm. what did Jennifer Lopez eat this morning? Find out here, <gasps> click here. You know, there's these big ads that do this. And those are the ones that may or may not spread fake news. Cause obviously some are selling products, some are selling podcasts, some are selling that, but that's where that fake news controversy comes from. Let's look at our 2016 election where we like it or not on who won. Okay. Yep. That, that doesn't matter. Okay. Regardless of who won and who lost, mm-hmm. it is a proven fact that there were outside influencers buying ads to make it look like they were coming from legitimate people inside the country who are making these ads. Now, already we do have in place uh, new policies that state that when an ad is bought, you must now give their dress, 
and identity of the person buying the ad if it's for a political purpose. To prevent such things like this, where we prevent fake news from being spread about in our politics. Okay, Again, regardless of which side, doesn't matter. Because it's, to be honest, it's happening for both sides. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, if we talk about social media, a lot of people have been comparing social media as the new town square. Makes sense. This is where two-thirds of people in America get their news from on a daily basis. I was reading that this morning. That's insane. Yeah. Two-thirds of Americans get their news from social media. Yet, if you post anything that a social media company doesn't like, you are banned from it and you can't access it. Therefore, you are not allowed now to access and interact in the public square. That would be like saying we lived, you know, a couple hundred years ago and we lived in a small town and Josh did something that everyone in the town didn't like. Get kicked out of town. Well, no, no, no. You're still living in town, but you can't interact with everyone in the middle of town. You are barred from, you know, let's say there's a festival in the middle of town. You are barred from interacting with us. Mm -hmm. You have to sit over there by yourself. (laughs) Go away, bad Josh. You know, and then when you're talking about these companies that have monopolies, Facebook and Twitter, let's be honest, they do have monopolies on what they're doing. Facebook and Twitter are two different beasts. So, yeah, you could say, oh, but those are two different social media platforms. They are. They're not the same. There have been people who have tried to do competitors to Facebook and they have all failed. There are people who have tried to do competitors to Twitter. They have all failed. A uh, particular one I could think of, uh, Gab. It hasn't, quote unquote, failed, but it doesn't have that traction, that pickup yet. So you have two monopolies controlling the distribution of information. Why should the government not step in and regulate it? A lot of the articles I'm reading um, suggest that the FCC should take social media and make it a public utility. By doing that, it is now forbidden from... A, blocking users off of it. B, it now makes uh, fake news if it's brought up that it has to be taken off within X amount of time. And then C, it will make it. And here's the only part that maybe some people go like, I I won't pay for this. It takes the money away from ad revenue and makes it subscription based. So maybe you have to fork over $2 a month instead. It ends up becoming a forum. Basically. But then you don't have ads coming in. You don't have people paying hundreds or thousands of dollars for ads to spread false information through these ads that just make it look so appealing. You then are able to control things. Now, you might be going, well, why would you do this? The government already tells you what you can and can't put out in news. It has to be true news. You know, if it's a license, if it's a regulated newspaper, if it's a newspaper, you know, NBC, Journal Times, stuff like that. It has to be, unless it's an opinion, obviously, opinion could be whatever, it's regulated. Why should not the same thing be done for where we're getting two-thirds of our news, their news? Now, here's another thing about social media. So because it requires the ad revenue, it requires your constant attention as well. So they're constantly finding ways to over-exaggerate or expand a topic or make it lengthy. So adding more paragraphs to something, let's say, well, if it's a... Uh, make it more flashy so that way it catches your eye more. Clickbait. Um, yeah, they need ways to keep you on their platform. Another thing with social media is that, let's say, 
all three of us log in. If we have to assume in this world, Josh has a Facebook account. Okay. But all three of us log into Facebook at the same time. Okay. Filter out the friend posts and just look at the news. All three of us are getting different news articles. No, we are. Based on our interests, based on our previous clicks and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Now, what is generating that? That's generating some algorithms. Those algorithms have not, up until this point, been audited to make sure that there's no implicit bias in those algorithms. Hmm. Implicit bias would come from whoever is coding it so that it would favor whatever they like. See, and what's, what's funny is even um, Tim Cook, Apple CEO, he was speaking uh, and was being interviewed. And he spoke of a data, a, data, a data industrial complex and warned that our own information from the everyday to the deeply personal is being weaponized against us with military efficiency. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg admitted that his company committed a serious breach of trust in their Cambridge Analytics. Both yeah. companies, Apple and Facebook, expressed support for a new U.S. law that would be similar to Europe's general data protection regulation. If even Facebook is admitting now that regulation is a good thing. I guess my, my, my interest, my curiousness was going to see how far you were going to go with the, uh, the whole regulation portion of it. Um, my, my, I wouldn't say regulate to the point of the government has to approve everything, Yep. but regulate to the point where it's a common carrier. And when that happens, or excuse me, not a common carrier, where, where what that means then is so not so that they are not a common carrier. So what that means is that they are responsible for the content put on their site, just like a newspaper is, just like MSNBC is. Now, obviously, opinion pieces, that, that doesn't count. You know, those are opinion pieces. But if they are allowing explicitly fake news to be put on their site, then like in places like Germany, they would be liable. Germany's law, which came to effect in 2018, it applies to, and now they also are, you know, stipulation on where it applies to. It applies to only companies with more than 2 million registered users in the country. Okay. So what this law does is it forces companies to review complaints about content they're hosting and remove anything that's illegal within 24 hours. Individuals may be fined up to $5.6 million and companies up to 50 million euros for failing to comply with these requirements. And that's and if you it, poke some, uh, post something of fake news. Right. Or illegal. So I guess what my question well, is. Now, here's the thing. They were anticipating over 25,000 complaints a year, you know, for this. That first year, they only got 714. So it's not like it's a big uh, administration thing hmm. that has to be done. And that's, that's where, I guess, it can be a thin line because um, what the government can deem as being illegal can change over the course of time with political swings in office. And then it becomes to a point of, oh, what's, what is legal at all? Because um, ultimately, governments want to have things that are going to benefit the government. Now, I'm not disagreeing with you at all with what you're saying, because you're, you're talking about a base regulation out there. Um, gee, I don't know. I was expecting him to go deeper. <laughs> I wasn't going to go full on control every single post. And see, that's the problem that you're running into. I'm not going to the extreme. I'm making it seem reasonable. The only thing I think I use Facebook really for is for Messenger to talk to my friends that are on Facebook. Because, I don't know, social media is, just, I don't know, more and more boring, I suppose. I don't know. 
So one of the things that could be regulated as well, just, you know, is that not only political ads, but news articles that are posted on social media, they should have a visible sponsor making it very, so that way you're able to see who is posting that news, where it came from. So that way it's easy to track back if it is something is fake news, who posted that fake news, you know, in the UAE, um, United Arab Emirates for Mr. Brewer, since I could see that he was going to ask that. <laughs> uh, they have some, some new laws regarding social media uh, to moderate it as well. Now, so here's, a th- here's one of the points from the article I was reading on this one. Suppose an influencer with no medical background provides health advice that seriously harms their followers. Hmm. Only in the UAE are there consequences currently. So, Josh, if you were a social media influencer and, and I you, gave medical advice that you, was designed to pur- purposely hurt somebody. Well, n- maybe it wasn't designed to hurt someone, but it did. You you were like like somebody drinking a hot coffee, a hot from- coffee. <laughs> or maybe you said maybe you said use this all natural lotion on your skin. It will do whatever. Right. It's got a well, clear, clear, yeah, you will clear eczema. But someone or a group of people use it and they're highly allergic and it causes almost like third uh degree burns on their skin chemical burns Rough everywhere life. else but the uae you be scot-free uae you're, you're held liable now for doing that sort of stuff i guess my question is how can you be held liable for advice that you're putting online that has worked for you and clearly on the products it says consult your doctor before use because you're the one who's just going out there and doling it out. You're like an infomercial for it. That's why. See, t- to me, that's a little much. So that's a little too so much. Let, let's go back to even something that's sparked Tide Pods. Oh my How gosh. that was a big social media thing. Remember that? Where people Eat, were eating them or something? Yeah. Tide and dying from them, right? So people are stupid, that's why. But that I'm was sorry, big. but that's when you just kind of let humanity take its toll <laughs> and watch survival, survival of the fittest, of the fittest. actually happen. Because seriously. They, they, but that was spread through social media. Why should the people who spread that not be held responsible? For the people eating it? Yeah. Because they spread it. Wait, what did they say? Yeah, I, I, I never saw how that started. I yeah, saw it, it, it was the quote-unquote Tide Pod challenge. I don't remember everything they said, but you know, you just, would eat a Tide Pod, eat, eat, put, or put it in your mouth and take a video and ha ha, it's funny. Da da da. Why should they not be responsible then? They're spreading amongst their followers a dangerous activity. Okay, I'm gonna go jump off a cliff. You're gonna jump. How many me, people Josh? try to lean off the side of a bridge, get a cool selfie, fall off, and die? I people, don't know. There are deaths. Every year from something like that. It's like, okay, no offense, but stupid is what stupid does. Yes. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's okay. You, 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 you hold the person responsible for it, right? Mm-hmm. So if I did something, because, you know, there are people who get highlighted off of just one little uh, video, you know, and then boom, they become an internet sensation or they create this thing. Yep. All it takes is one per- person to start something and it's a tr- trickle effect. Yeah. So then that means you really can't post anything online now without there being some form of consequence or some risk of something happening so then what's the point in posting stuff let's say i post something about me doing a burnout in a parking lot and a kid does it and ends up taking his car right into a highway because he went off the oh he he was was, yeah let's let's say he was in the uh, a parking ramp you know highway 100 parking ramp and he ended up doing a burnout hopped over the median went straight on the road am i held responsible now 
Well, because yep. he chose to follow in that stupid action himself. Yeah, you're posting dangerous stuff. Remember, I'm arguing for regulation. You're supposed okay, to be now arguing let me ask against you this. regulation. Oh, hang on. Oh, he's got the feel. So, oh, he's ready to go. I'm glad he's finally movies? getting into it. What about movies? What about movies? You go into it knowing for, sure, for certain that it is an act of fiction. <laughs> the same thing. Is it the same thing? Because if you're smart. No. <laughs> I'm reading through the news. Why should I not trust source A and source B? If I'm reading it, how am I supposed to be able to I tell you someone? That, how I am I supposed to be able to tell that it's fake news and it's going to harm me? Tell me that. Do Why research. should I not have someone else say this is coming from a satirical site and it should be labeled as such? Do your own research. So let's say I use a thing. Let's say um, I grab a, a stunt. Okay, from uh, the one I have in my head right now is uh, the Need for Speed movie, where okay. he takes the Mustang. And he goes up the side of that grass hill, and he ends up jumping over the highway. Okay. okay. Nice. What if I posted something on social media in Europe that said, this is possible? Boom. I did <laughs> it. Am I going to get held responsible if some idiot in a Mustang decides to take it up a grass hill and, and jumps over the highway? Because I posted it uh, online <laughs> versus it is originally from a movie. So to me, that's where it's like. But uh, it could could they tell what you're posting is from a movie or is it of you doing it maybe it is of me doing it well what about what that if, if you're doing it then yes you did it what if i'm in a closed be possible so here's the next question what if i'm in a closed area a restricted area an area uh. de- designed for this but i didn't mention that because all i'm trying to do is get some cool action out and let people see it. then your fake news is he went to an area specifically designed for it. He's either fake news or he's, you know, doing it, but without giving the relevant disclaimers and information. Okay. That's, so then on the same side of it, Aaron and I, we want to go down to Texas and we want to drive some tanks around and crush some cars. Heck yeah. Let's okay. Go. When are we doing it? So if someone else decides to <laughs> take a tank and crush someone, their neighbor's car, <laughs> are we held responsible? I hope not. Well, if you're crushing someone else's car, (laughs) we don't put the disclaimer in the video that it's. it's, We uh, we make it seem like it's someone's car. We have someone run out, go, oh no! But we're actually, you know, in the mountains, in the desert (laughs) of Texas, and somebody does the same thing. Let's say somebody does the same thing with a big lifted truck and said, oh, I watched them do it. And I was really pissed at my neighbor, so I decided to do it too. So we're (laughs) held liable. that would See, be hilarious. so this is this is where the line and what I was I keep naming off all these things because this is where the line starts to become very blurred as to what should and should not be regulated. There are things that people will do. So at this point, Snapchat is going to have a huge hit if they did something like this because of the amount of people that post stupid stuff on Snapchat and the amount of people that have followers, the fact that so many people would turn around and do the exact same thing. Yeah, Snapchat's going to have a huge issue. Or any any video or uh, storing mm-hmm. re- story related. That thing. would be Facebook, Instagram. It'd be just about Every, everyone. Okay. So at that point, it's like, where's where's the line? Then it becomes a thing where it starts to, what some people would say, impede on our ability of freedom of speech. Okay. Let me ask this question then. Outside of the U.S., does that necessarily have to apply? Because let's be frank. Outside the U.S., every country doesn't necessarily have that guaranteed freedom. That is true. Okay. There are a few countries with a constitution. 
Okay. What happens now when, and I'm not talking in relation to the U.S. I'm talking as defined by the laws of their country. Okay. And this is where it starts getting a little bit tricky for both sides here. As defined by the country of Myanmar. In Myanmar, Facebook has been told since at least 2013 or sooner about multiple, multiple hundreds, thousands of instances of hate speech against a local group of people there. This has led many, many people being killed, many people being uh, injured or just degraded completely. They call these group of people dogs, maggots, rapists, suggest they be fed to pigs and urge them to be shot or exterminated. Why is that not being regulated? Not according to our laws here. But in the law of this small little country somewhere? Yeah. And so they have freedom of speech, but they don't have the hate speech portion. But that, according to their laws, that is hate speech over there. To our laws? No, to their laws. To their laws, but they're not doing anything about it. Right. Why is that not being taken care of? So this <laughs> country, yeah, as even what we would call here hate speech, um, they have it. Well, we'll, now, we'll get into that in a second. In the United States, <laughs> hate speech can be punishable. Um, yeah. But over there, it's not. Yeah, but, but Facebook, being an international-based company, they know what the laws are. Why are they still not taking care of that? They should be. I see what you're saying. Because it's based on opinion. Really? It's based on opinion. Well, no, it's, it, that's, 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 I'm saying that's someone's why. maggots, rapists, suggest they be fed to pigs to be shot and exterminated. We have that I on mean, Facebook in the U.S. too. Okay. In the U.S., currently it's protected. I'm going to help you out here a little bit. It's protected by free speech. Yes. Over there, it's not protected by free speech. So they don't have free speech? No. Over there, over there this is, would be technically illegal. I have no idea why they're getting away with it then. I mean, what's going to stop them? I mean, okay, they don't have social media, but they can still do that. Oh, they have social media. No, I'm saying if they didn't, they could still get the same stuff out in different ways other than using social media. So this country is a little crazy and a little bit different. So they didn't really get um, cell phones until 2016. Up until 2016, it was state-controlled cell network. Wow. In 2016, it was deregulated to allow for foreign countries to come in. Foreign countries came in. The price of a SIM card dropped from $200 down to $2. Facebook grew in popularity by leaps and bounds. And as part of it, most cell phone company providers allowed for free data to Facebook as part of the cell phone package. It sounds like there's been too much growth in uh, so short of a little time. So, you know, it, it, it's, Facebook is for all intents and purposes over there, they're, they're newspapers. They're everything. They're, they're news sources, period. Okay? Now, the re- and this is where I'm helping you out a little bit here, Mr. Brewer. The reason why they do not apply those local laws to it, now, they are getting better at it. They are uh, filtering out more and more of some of it. But the reason they don't is they don't have necessarily an obligation to abide by those rules in those countries, even though they operate there. They're headquartered in the U.S., so therefore, their laws that they have to follow are those that they follow in the U.S. Interesting. Okay. Until the time when that, com- that country passes a law that says Facebook or social media companies or whatever, web companies that have a presence in our con- country are you know, liable to follow our rules, 
They don't have to. That's why in Germany, they do have to follow the rules there. That's why in the EU, they do have to follow the rules there. So by making the rules better here, we would, in essence, be making it better for them. <laughs> eh, maybe. Again, it's uh, that line hmm. thing. I mean, to a point, it makes sense because um, social media allows the darker side of us to come out faster. We don't have to worry. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to look at Aaron and be like, you're a scumbag maggot rapist in the middle of an argument, you know, especially if I don't know him. But then again, that's also how I've been raised. Called a troll. <laughs> um, he is a troll. Yeah, he is. <laughs> why didn't you play a troll? Oh, wait, there wasn't a troll available as a race. That's why. <laughs> Anyways, oh. go on. Um, <laughs> so, what? I mean, two point, yes. There's a lot of different things that come into it in my eyes that can make a perfect balance. But, well, because of this country, because of the way people see things and believe things and how we all are as humans, we can't get that perfect balance. But, again, it's where, where does the line get crossed? Because if you're saying, you know, if you're liable for something that you post online. Here's where I'm going to help you again. I feel like I'm arguing both sides of the argument here by myself. But here's where I'm going to help you again. Supreme Court has said that there are regulations on speech. However, these regulations are very narrowly defined. As in you going into a theater and yelling fire for the case of inciting uh, basically a mini riot almost. You know, stuff like that. See, that that, that one really um, – uh, well, what is it called? Um, <laughs> uh, with the public. What? It's where you do something that creates um, – oh, there's a certain name for it. Well, no, I wouldn't put that under the line of free speech. I mean, if you run into a theater, there's no fire, and you yell, fire, and, you know, everybody gets up and starts running out. There's a certain name for, for starting something like that, and I wouldn't put that under free speech. i put that under something else. But the, that is an exception to free speech. There are – a few exceptions to free speech. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, obscenity is not protected by free speech. Refresh me. Obscene language is not protected. In 1973, the Supreme Court in Miller versus California came up with a three part definition of obscene material. A work is considered, uh, a work is legally considered obscene if an average person applying contemporary community standards would find that the material appeals to prudent a.k.a. appealing to sexual desire interest. The work depicts or describes, in an offensive way, sexual conduct or excretory functions specifically defined by applicable state law, or taken as a whole, the material lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. This limit on free speech also applies to broadcasting. That's why we have our limits on what is is and isn't permittable on radio, television, over-the-air stuff. That's why the FCC controls and set those rules as well. That's why you have the incident of the, the was it the Janet Jackson incident at the Super Bowl? That's why those rules came in after that, or there's the little delay on live air and live TV. Uh, so, you know, it's illegal to, to run dishonest advertisements. It's illegal. That's not protected by your First Amendment. You cannot make offensive remarks or personal insults that would immediately lead to a fight. That's not protected either. It's 
students have limited rights of free speech while in school. In the 1986 Bethel School District versus Fraser, that upheld the right of a school district to suspend a student for making an obscene speech. Hazelwood School District versus Comer, 1988, supported a school's right to censor student newspapers. Why are you giving me this eye for? No, because you are actually benefiting your side. Because oh. you're, 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 you're instilling the fact that oh, there's I'm... already all of this there. Oh, I know I am. Um, it's uh, just going to get worse. Yep. Um, in Elrod versus Burns, Supreme Court ruled in 1976 that the Constitution prohibits government employees from discharging or demoting employees for supporting a particular political candidate, but it also prohibits speech that shows clear intent or to discriminate or sexually harass. In other words, you cannot you can be fired for offending your friends and coworkers. Free speech doesn't protect against that. And then House Bill 347 authorized Secret Service agents to arrest anyone protesting in the president's or vice president's proximity. What? Yep. Does that happen that much? That was under the Federal Restricted Buildings and Grounds Improvement Act of 2011. See, all these are examples of people who don't know how to keep their tongue in the right spot. And example of people who get offended too easily. Um, hey, it's, it's a gray line. Yeah. But we already have all these freedoms. Or not freedoms, excuse me. We already have all these restrictions and regulations. What's another one to add on to the pile? Then another one? Another one? But another if, one. But if it prevents the one. But if it prevents the spread of fake news, why not? Okay. <laughs> now would. Well, because here's the thing. What's considered if, if fake it, news it, now will be considered fake news. It, it it'll eventually shift to be something else. And then again, you'll also have the thing of well. He said, I can't believe in this, therefore I'm offended. And before you know it, you're going to have more restrictions on your freedom of speech uh, just because of how many people are so-called getting offended. And being offended is absolutely a choice, and there is nothing that can offend anybody unless you choose to believe it has offended you. Um, So again, the only thing I really have right now is a weapon, which is an email weapon. Is it what? Is the fact that it's just going to get tighter and tighter and uh, tighter till the government has complete control. That's where it's going to go. People will start saying that they get offended. People will start saying this and that. And the government will slowly tighten it down to where it gets what they want across. Which can change whoever's in power, I guess. Exactly. Depending on what party's in power and depending who holds Congress or House. Um, as well as the other big thing is the fact that most major universities in the United States of America are liberal bias. Um, and the most liberal university universities reside in two of the largest or mostly populated states. Uh, I shouldn't say mostly populated. Uh, New York and California have the most liberal colleges. Okay. To counter this, though, to oh, counter well. your argument just now, if we regulated this, right? And part of that regulation would be to regulate and audit the algorithms and AI that automatically selects the news for you. By select by auditing this, we would be able to validate that there's no implicit bias present in this code. So therefore, it was not selecting conservative over liberal or liberal over conservative or whatever over whatever. Whatever. Who's in control of that? An independent board. Um. I mean, that benefits to a point, but at the same time, it's not just the social media portion. Um, you can only do so much with social media, but uh, I just had it in my head. Gosh, dang it. If 
See, the advantage with giving the government power to regulate things, especially if you give them the power to delete or enforce certain things, you could come out with some truth, some dirt on the government. Let's say another Watergate happened. Okay. Okay. And this isn't that as this is a journalist who's not connected with, um, uh, you know, a newspaper, but he's connected with the social media. Okay. So this journalist found some dirt on the, the next president. Okay. Whoever that might be. The government could jump in and because it is on social media, if, you know, if social media became regulated because you can regulate newspaper, but you can print newspaper. Whereas if you post something online, it can be taken down. Whereas once you print it on newspaper, as long as it doesn't say anything too crazy and it falls under certain guidelines, you can still get the point across that, hey, there's a scandal going on in the White House or there's a scandal going on in Congress. Well, when you put it online, you can have all these different AIs, in a sense, scanning all the webs and saying, hey, this is something that's negative about the government. You can then turn around and say, you need to take that down in the next 24 hours, otherwise you're going to be arrested for fake news. But it's completely true. Now, let me ask this question. If it was regulated in the same way the newspaper is regulated, what would your objection be? Because let's be honest here. Congress required broadcast media and paper media since 1934 to be regulated. And yet, since 1934, I think we've still heard about quite a few scandals still. Yes. But with it being electronic, now does uh, the newspaper have to uh, submit their article to the to Congress before? No. They, okay. But when you do it online, it doesn't take much but anything but a few clicks and maybe a computer surfing the web for 30 minutes to find something that they say you need to, okay, we need to take this off before people catch on. Again, I go back to Germany where they expected 25,000 plus reports and they only got like 700 and something to be taken down. So I think you're over imagining how many will actually happen. I'm, I'm not, not necessarily over imagining, but when something does come up, it's easier for them to take it down. And when you say complaints, are you talking about the fact that the complaints are, hey, there's nothing wrong with this post. Why are you taking it down kind of complaint? No, we're talking about uh, someone saying it's fake news or it's obscene or it's... So you're saying that there was only 700 and some uh, complaints on the fact that whatever post it was, whatever, whatever. So you're, you're Germany. You're telling me that my post is fake news. That kind of complaint where yeah. I say, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. They expected 25,000. They only got 700 and something. So well, it, it, it happens a lot less. Oh, yes. But it still doesn't, it still doesn't take away the fact that the government can also say, hey, Facebook, you need to take this down now. Mm-hmm. So what stops Facebook from abiding by that? If they have regulations that they have to follow, and one of the regulations says that if the government, you know, acknowledges that there's something that is fake news or they know for sure it's fake news, okay, and the government tells a social media company to remove something or to cough information up, and that is part of the regulations, and obviously for a company to continue doing business, they have to sign and agree to the regulations that get in place, then that means they would have to forcibly take it down without the owner's consent who posted it. Well, th- first off, they wouldn't have to sign that they agreed to consent to abide by the rules. It's They either abide by the rules or they get fined or jailed. And it's unsigned. No. They either do it or the consequence happens. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously, we all Facebook and all the social media websites um, would take it down in a heartbeat just to avoid anything like that. Well, let's look at what Australia did. You know, we had that... Um, there's a, that unfortunate live streaming of the New Zealand shooting recently. Yep. Okay. So in Australia, since then, they've passed the Sharing of Abhorrent Violent Material Act. 
This includes criminal penalties for social media companies, possible jail sentences for tech executives up to three years, and financial penalties worth up to 10% of a company's global turnover if the material is shared on their site. In Australia? Yep. Of what? Social media stuff. If Of uh, any criminal act? Uh, uh, they call it the important violent material. So anything like a live stream of a shooting again. If Facebook allows that to be shared online and streamed online, they're liable. So how do you find out about a shoot, shooting that happened? So in other words, how will we find out about the Virginia shooting that just happened if they had that same thing no, over here? No, we could find out about it. They can publish news articles about it, but they can't live stream it again. Well, what if it's recorded? Do you mean what if it's recorded? If it's part what of if, a news article, it's fine. But live streaming can't right. happen. Right. What's or, the difference between live streaming and having it recorded and then posting it later? Again, if it's part of a news article, different. But what I'm getting at, no what I'm getting at is, there are technologies that companies have that allows them to do this. Look at what the EU passed recently about copyright. That shifts the copyright responsibility from the person uploading the material to the platform, and they are responsible for blocking copyright material from being uploaded in the first place. This means that you know they either have or are developing technology to be able to handle those things. Why can they not? refine those algorithms better to handle stuff like fake news. Stuff that, again, we come back to 2016 election was, had foreign metal meddling on elections. Again, regardless of who won or not, there's meddling for both sides, fake news being spread for both sides, paid advertising for both sides. Because right now, Facebook is a private company. Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court says First Amendment does not apply to private companies. So your argument about free speech... <laughs> but you're really interesting is to watch the Supreme Court uh, twist the original amendments. Freedom of speech. Does it say anything about private companies? Did it say anything about private companies when it was first written? Not that I'm aware of. So why don't we go ahead and twist it? I'm pretty sure if the founding fathers, you know, I mean, just in general, if the founding fathers wanted to instill certain things, uh, for example, of hate speech, as a um, hate speech is punishable up to, you know, I'm pretty sure if the Founding Fathers wanted to incorporate that could because there had to be hate speech back when they wrote the original, um, you know, it's that's no question about that. So you would think if they saw it being something that needed to be addressed, they would put it in there, but they didn't. And yet we still take it, we mold it, and we still make it to where it doesn't, it's, it's, it's not allowed in certain areas. Yeah. So... I put this here. Here's where I think the main distinction, and I think this is where I kind of jump out of this now. Okay, back to what I actually believe, because I I I I believe along the lines with you, Josh, that it shouldn't be regulated. But here's the deal: social media platforms are um what what you call it? They are considered uh platforms, not publishers. That's the big difference. And that's the one I, I had hoped you would have brought up, but you never got there. Say it again. They are platforms, not publishers. As a publisher, you're responsible for the content on your site. As a platform, you are not. That's, that's the one I had hoped you had gone to, but you never did. Okay. Because by U.S. law, if you are a platform, you have free harbor. You are not responsible for content put on your site. Um, regardless if that's classified as quote-unquote hate speech or def def defamatory speech or anything like that. 
You are encouraged to self-regulate, but you do not legally have to. And that's if you're a platform. Right. Not a publisher. What now, classifies as a publisher? A publisher is someone who self-edits their content before it goes live. Mm. So that's the difference. So a publisher, think of it like um, a magazine publisher. You know, that's a publisher. They're getting their articles. They're determining what gets put out and what doesn't. Facebook says that they are a platform that anyone can connect to it and provide data to it. That is the big argument that would stop the regulation side of the argument. As long as we treat it like a platform and not a publisher, we're good. As soon as we start treating it like a publisher, then the regulation portion comes in. Now, that being said, Facebook and that are not doing themselves any favors on how they've been acting recently with the content moderation teams and all that. In that way, they're acting more and more like publishers than platforms. And by doing that, they are inviting regulation out to themselves. Oh, the only thing I guess really is, I mean, whether you're on social media or not, whatever, you can come up with whatever you come up with what you want to say. You can spread it around somehow. You don't need social media as a form to get stuff out. So, uh, or in this case, a platform to get something out. Yeah. Okay. If you want to take it that way, how long does it take? Okay. Assume you don't have social media right now. Okay. Yes. We wanted to spread the news yeah. that Josh has herpes. Cool. Can't use text messaging. Can't use Facebook Messenger or any other electronic chat means. How long will it take you to spread that across to California? I don't know. A long time. Yeah. Facebook now, you just post, just found out Josh has herpes on Facebook. Guess what? Everyone their mother knows. And then that's how his mother finds out and his mother becomes sad. Yeah. Josh does not have herpes, but if he did, that's how he would let everyone know. Is that how you would let everyone know? Might as well. But, I wouldn't. But what I'm getting at is the fact that social I, media yeah, allows for the you're... spread of yeah. either information or misinformation a lot faster. Yeah. A lot more rapidly than... It still doesn't stop it. Or No, it doesn't stop it, but so. the rate at which information spreads is a lot more con- constrained Yeah, when you don't Fine. have stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter that much. I mean, yeah, it won't go as fast, but when there's a will, there's a way. And you have no will right now, huh? Well, <laughs> I don't know what I have right now. I'm tired. So am I, sir. So am I. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't know. So, you can't regulate people in the streets. Why regulate them on social media? I guess. <sighs> that right there was a more succinct and better argument than the past 50 minutes. I was going to say that, but then you wanted to go on and talk about something else. So I was like, oh, okay. No, you, you stop and so, you interject whenever, sir. So. I, was just trying not to, <laughs> I was just trying not to interrupt you and Josh when you were talking. So that way you mm. guys can get your point across. Well, there's... I thought. <laughs> oh, in a sense, it's already, you know, stuff in the street is technically already limited based on what it is and where you are. So if you're inside a school, now it's not necessarily on the street, but that is away from any form of uh, uh, electronic. Uh, See, what is not allowed in schools versus what is? Because then that lies on the thoughts of the school itself, mm-hmm. I suppose. Okay, so... Uh, Freedom of speech does not include the right of students to make obscene speech at a school-sponsored event 
of students to advocate legal drug use at school sponsor event to permit students to print articles on school newspaper over the objections of the school administration. Yeah. Those three things. Then you can still say what you want, but I guess it's just how you go about doing it to a point. To a point. I mean, think of probably all the kids that were at KS high school. I mean, everybody obviously is very different. They can all say their own things to, you know, personally me and you, but they can't go on either. Well, yeah, was it for graduation? I mean, there is not the time or place to give a whole spiel on what you view as your own opinion or post stuff in the schools, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. What do schools do for posting? I don't know. Well, you mean like posting on social media and that? Well, or- like that or just, yeah, I guess mainly social media well, stuff. Well, it may be social media. It could also be like... Um, According to what I'm reading here, it could be like at a, um, whatchamacallit, uh, like graduation ceremony. Well, that's what, yeah. Yeah, graduation ceremony, stuff like that, you know. So all those things are covered. Well, let me rephrase it. All those things are not covered by free speech, since it's a school activity. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, you can have and share your own opinions during school if you want. But I mean, it's just a time and place for it. Yeah. So. Mm. So I mean, that's one of those weird things. It's just like, hmm. yeah, and it's going to be, and it's going to be a, you know, this is a conversation that's going to continue, especially as social media becomes more and more of a big thing in our lives. Unfortunately, you know, we're going to continue, especially. It seems like kids are born with cell phones in their hands. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it it really is. And then you have things like 4chan, which don't help out in this conversation um, and push us more towards regulation. The two examples I can think of that where 4chan is pushing this more and more towards regulation that I can think of are two things that are pretty recent, but are hoaxes that 4chan came up with directly. But yet these hoaxes spread right into mainstream media. The OK symbol and the hashtag symbol. The OK symbol. What's the OK symbol? The okay with symbol, the, you, you, yeah, uh, you know, uh, make the okay symbol with your hand. Four Chan made, and it literally was documented everywhere on Four Chan that they wanted to make a hoax so that the mainstream media picked up on it that the okay symbol was a white power symbol. <laughs> so for a while there, you saw all these news articles about how oh this person showed the okay symbol their white power. Recently, the Cubs banned someone for life. From uh, Wrigley Field, because there's a, a black guy, you know, doing the broadcasting. I forget the guy's name, but he's black. And a white fan went behind him and did the OK symbol. They investigated to find out who he was, and they banned him for life, saying that they will not tolerate white power symbols at their games. The newest one that 4chan done, and they only did it this week, it was the hash, you know, the pound hashtag. symbol, the hashtag symbol. They now got some people in the media saying it's racist. <sighs> So now soon that it's going to be under scrutiny every time you use it because hashtag racism. So these things in and of themselves do not help the anti-regulation because people are going to see this and going to be like, well, why are we not regulating this then? Why are we allowing them to make these posts that are then influencing the news, which are hoaxes, period? Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
and that's and, that, and that's and that's where that line is really really a challenge because it's like you start putting limitations on certain certain things you might as well put them on on everything it's like oh you're saying oh what what's one more regulation right. um and it it can it's everybody's like there's always a gray spot there's not always a gray spot it's it's going to be black or it's going to be white you know it's going to swing left right it's it'll be there for a little bit but it's going to swing all the way over um i think what i have a question here oh boy no 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 cuz aaron made me think of this Shoot. Good job. <laughs> My bad. You just had to open your mouth. Because when we were talking <laughs> about the, how we're going to spread that Josh has herpes thing. Thanks. Oh, Thanks great. for that. Um, you know, because I, I limited you to, to like telephone and email stuff. But because you said earlier that you use Facebook primarily for Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Here would you. Okay. So let me ask this. If we were back in a world where every, the primary means of communication was a phone call. Okay, so assume that's oh, I'm going farther than that, but okay. No, sure, I'll take that. No, no, we're, we're going back to assuming that, okay? So we're okay. assuming like the 90s. Yeah. Okay, where the primary mode of communication to talk to someone quickly was a phone call. Yep. You know, pick up a phone. Mm-hmm. Pick up a brick is what he meant to say. Um, no, I'm talking like like a phone on the wall, like at home. Not a, not a cell phone. I'm talking about like you're at home, you have to dial. Um, anyway. So you need to tell Josh something over the phone. Okay. okay. But I call the phone company. Ding, ding. Hey, phone company. Um, Aaron's a Nazi. You should cut off his, cell fo- his uh, phone provider service. Oh. Tell me Is that acceptable? Is that acceptable? Because that's essentially what's happening now with social media. <laughs> People go, so-and-so is a Nazi. Social media, kick him off. And then they can't get in. And if they're either, you know... If their livelihood is through like advertising through social media or they get their news or social media or whatever, they Ooh. cannot interact anymore. What's their proof? They nowadays there doesn't need to be proof. They, the the claim is made and then that's it. See, now that's the whole thing of they're guilty before proven innocent. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be flip flop. But, but what if they cut you off until they did their investigation? Their investigation but took that's a couple years. Still already assuming that you're guilty. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not how it's supposed to be. Nope. And it's not like another company can come in and just rebuild the infrastructure of Facebook quickly to mirror their images. In fact, people who have done similar things to Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, were bought by Facebook. Wait, what? Oh, oh, that's right. So it's not like you could just be like, oh, Aaron's got kicked off because he's a Nazi. Let's build the new Aaron book, you know? <laughs> Hey, I didn't say Armenian book. I just said Armenian. Our um, boss is Armenian. So, you know, that that, that okay. adds a whole new wrinkle to that whole thing of should these places be treated like public utilities or not? Wait, what? I mean, I you, would not say that. Because if you okay. treat it like a public utility, yeah. then I can't just call off the phone company or whatever and go, Aaron's a Nazi and cut him off. Yeah, They'd be like, no, he has the right to access this. Yeah, unless I'm actually a Nazi. Well, no, no. Even then, even then, you would have since it's a public utility in the U.S., you would have technically the right to access it. Still, I'm surprised that we haven't heard of another group um, that just 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 speaking in general here. You say you believe in Nazism 
Oh boy. You're scrutinized. Mm-hmm. But if you say you're part of another, like, like, you know, I'll, you know, white supremacy <laughs> group. What's like, going on? <laughs> I don't know. Um, like, uh, like, let's you say you're like part of some other. Oh, like, that wasn't caught on. Dang no, it. let's say you're part of some other, uh, you know, white supremacy group. Um, yeah. You're not as scrutinized because of the history of the Nazi political party and what they believed in. Well, nowadays, any white supremacy group yeah. is, it, it is, scrut- is scrutinized. Any. I'm talking KKK. Well, <laughs> well and, and they should be. And they yeah, should be scrutinized. Um, they're you're saying a not, you know, a, a white supremacy group. That's just another saying way of saying racism. And let's just be mm-hmm. honest. Yes. I'm not going to defend them, period. No. Uh, Mr. Johnson, I almost called you Mr. Brewer. <laughs> uh, anything you want to make a comment of as final? Uh, I said my one comment. <laughs> that, was, that was all. Can't that. regulate it in the streets. Yeah. Why do it on social media? That's about it. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Brewer Johnson? What? Brewer Johnson. <laughs> Brewer Johnson. Guess we're conjoined. This is awkward. separated once conjoined. Okay, fine. Brewer dash Johnson. Bronson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not what I was getting at, but okay, let's go with that. Johnner and Bronson. Anyways, go on. Uh, Mr. Brewer Johnson. Mr. Brewer. Um now. Yeah, nothing. It'd be else? nice to have certain things regulated, certain things all you know, taken taken care of. But unfortunately, when you start to swing power in one direction, it doesn't come back. So that's where I have to say no. I was saying, I mean, it'd be nice, I guess, to add on. I mean, there's stuff that you'd like to have regulated, but what you want regulated might not be with somebody else. So there's Correct. no good balance to what you decide to regulate. Not but no, like, you know, like what he was saying before, you know, how one company is taking something and uh, like the, the OK symbol and making it, you know, white power or hashtag saying that hashtag is racist. That I'm all for getting regulated because that is ridiculous. Well, that's just but then if you regulate thing. that, if you're regulating 4chan, which is a forum, which is a platform. OK, no, I'm just saying, yeah, then you have to what? start regulating other stuff too. And that's where yep. I was saying. Is once you start swinging a pendulum, you can't bring it back. So that's where I, I guess have to say no. My big thing is why do they take symbols that have already have a meaning and make a new one out Just of to it? Cause because because it's because they're wannabe edgy teens who have nothing else to do, which is just pathetic. It's also kind of pathetic. We we know can... edgy teens. We know what they do when they have nothing to do. I will say the other thing is I sure hope you don't in any in the US it never gets to the point where it like is in Europe where you post something, somebody does something and they injure themselves or they cause an incident, you are liable because you had initially posted the thing that they had done. Uh to me that is just pathetic. So if the government starts yelling at other government officials on a video on YouTube and I yell at somebody hurt their feelings, and then the government should be liable for someone else having their feelings hurt because of something I said. Yeah, yeet. But that ain't going to happen because it's the government. <laughs> well, you never know because, well, nobody knows. The way things are going right now, you know, it may end up happening. In the U.S. Oh, yeah. world, Everyone's getting. That's so ridiculous. Every, everyone's getting butthurt over every little thing. Safe space. 
I know. Yeah, every we, little we, we just need some more safe spaces, guys. No more safe spaces. <laughs> we have too many safe spaces as it is. That's why this is happening. Aaron's place is a safe space. What? It is? We're yeah. metal rockers. I guess. Uh, apparently there's none there, so. What? <laughs> but no, I mean, oh. <laughs> that'd, be, right that'd be an interesting topic to do on. What? Are safe spaces, safe spaces safe causing spaces. a softer society? Uh, giving in to people's I, I unease of emotions is that causing? I wouldn't soccer? say it's the safe space. It's just that Wait. people's mindset. Well, no, and that's what I was getting at. Is you know, come here. Let me shelter you for what you think. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the kind of idea. Is allowing people's emotions that are you know, and their feelings and their opinions that they feel are um shouldn't be touched by someone else. Or wrongfully said by someone else, you know, that kind of thing is like, is that is protecting that kind of uh, creating a softer society? I don't know. Well, but I'll tell you what, agree. why don't you do some research on that one? And- we can, we can, you know, use our words and talk about it. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Mr. Brewer? <laughs> nah, that's it. What about you, Paul? <laughs> oh, Mike. My final words on this are government regulation is easy to enact. And the only problem is if we enact it now, further down the road, we will greatly wish we hadn't. I won't say it will go to the level of Nazi Germany style. Um, I will say, though, it will get easier and easier to define various content under new regulations over time. And under those new regulations, while maybe initially opinions on that may not be covered by that over time they will be dissenting opinions will probably still be around just because of the fact that it is under the press still so if it's under the press we're going to see it under there but the fact of the matter is um the internet when it was built was built on the premise of being unregulated an open and free thing for everyone to be just because we have some people who feel sad because their opinions on the web that they don't agree with should not mean that everyone else should be subjected to the deals that they want to have forward. The rules and regulations that honestly are in Europe um, regarding the right to be forgotten, the GDPR net, are ultra restrictive and should not be attempted here in the U.S. Yes, something needs to be done about the spread of fake news and tampering of elections. What that looks like, I don't know, to be honest. But it should not be something that unilaterally across the board impacts the free expression and ideas and transmission of said ideas over the Internet. Me being able to call up or message Facebook and tell Facebook that Aaron is a Nazi and therefore to kick him off the platform should never be an allowable solution. So that is what my thought is on that. <laughs> wow. E for everyone. What? E for everyone. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, that's the end of this episode. I, I would normally say leave us a rating on iTunes, but iTunes is going to be shut down this week. What? So it's going to be Apple Podcasts now. So leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. So we're not on Google Podcasts. Oh, we are? What? We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We tried to, I tried to find it this morning with a friend, but we didn't come up. Yep. We're on Spotify. We're on... Oh. We're everywhere. We're on CastBox. YouTube. Uh, we are on our website. We are UIWords.com. Uh, tune in, Stitcher, 
Google Play Music, Spotify, YouTube as well. But yeah, we are, we are on Google Podcasts. Oh, I'll show okay. you afterwards. Uh, leave us a review on you on. I Apple keep wanting to say podcast. iTunes, but it's Apple Podcasts. Um, and because that really does help us out. But other than that, have a good week. And Aaron, after what? I hit the outro button, pass me your knife. I'm going to need it. <laughs>